0: We spell it with a K. so you, Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for tuesday june the 7th 2022 hope everybody is having a great start to their week headlines is your one-stop shop for everything pro wrestling we scour all the wrestling websites and social media bring you a comprehensive detail about what's happening in the world of wrestling so you don't have to, so you can get back to your day. Let's go ahead and let you jump right into it from e Wrestling News. We're talking about Mustafa Ali right now. Now, Mustafa Ali appears to be returning back to WWE main event and some news about Mick Foley. Ryan Clark has this article right now. WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley turns 57 today. The official Twitter account of WWE wished him a very happy birthday. If you'd like to go ahead and join in in happy birthday wishes, go ahead and you can tweet at real Mick Foley. WWE star Mustafa Ali will be making his return on this week's episode of Main Event. He took to Twitter to start hyping up his match. He said Main Event Mustafa returns this week on Hulu in the Main Event. If you'd like to find out more about these two WWE stars, cruise on over to eWrestling News and Ryan Clark has all the information right now. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour. AEW stars Renee Brian Danielson to reunite on StarCast. Renee and Brian Danielson will be reuniting for a live of sessions with Renee at StarCast 5. You can check out all the official announcements by following at StarCast events. So many interesting things are going to be happening with the two of those. Now, All Elite Wrestling has also announced a double Battle of the Belts 3 and Rampage TV tapings will be taking place on Friday, August the 5th at the Van Andel Arenas in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Now, the pre-sale is going to be happening on Thursday, June the 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with promo code AEW RDM 616 AEW star, Tony Storm, is also featured on the latest episode of Sessions with Renee podcast. She had many things to talk about. Now, she also went on to say, Tony Storm went from a can't-miss prospect in WWE to a symbol of creative frustration and taking her power into her own hands. Now a staple of All Elite Wrestling's women's division, Tony joins the Sessions to talk to Renee about her exit from WWE, her relationship with Juice Robinson, and her biggest power move of all starting an OnlyFans account. If you'd like to find out more about this, go ahead and Follow Renee and you can all follow Sessions and follow Tony Storm over on Twitter. Let's keep things going here. Kayla Braxton turns 31. Becky Lynch blacks out her social media pages and some new information on The Rock. The official trailer for Black Adam will be dropping tomorrow. Dwayne The Rock Johnson took to Twitter today to hype up the debut of the trailer. He would say, In one day, the world premiere trailer of Black Adam. Cool set shot of the man in black. Moments before he unleashes 5,000 years of hell. I have a little surprise for you guys later today. Black Adam also will hit theaters on October the 29th. You can follow him at The Rock on social media as well. Becky Lynch isn't happy of what happened at WWE Hell in a Cell on Sunday, and Raw has blacked out both of her Twitter and Instagram pages as showing some of her frustration. Yes, at Stephanie Hypes, notice that the man, Becky Lynch, has blacked out all of her information on social media. Also today, trending in the news, Kayla Braxton turned 31 years old. The official WWE Twitter account wished her a very happy birthday. If you'd like to go ahead and wish happy birthdays as well, you can go ahead and hit her up at Kayla Braxton WWE. Continuing with the news today, Ryan Clark is writing in. FTR Dax Harwood praises Britt Baker and new AEW event that's being announced. Ryan Clark is writing in today. All Elite Wrestling will be coming to Columbus, Ohio on Wednesday, August 3rd for an episode of Dynamite. The event will take place in the Scott and Stein Center and tickets will on sale Friday, the June the 17th. You can check out the official announcement from All Elite Wrestling as they tweeted it out today. Columbus, Ohio debut. AEW is coming to Arch City for the first time ever with AEW Dynamite. Live at the Shot Center on Wednesday, August the 3rd. Tickets are starting at $29 plus fees. You can go on to get your tickets on Friday, June the 17th at 10 a.m. You can go to Ticketmaster.com or AEW ticks. Now, FTR's Dex Harwood took to Twitter today giving some high praise for the 2022 to Owen Hart tournament winner, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. He would go on to say, I'm so proud of the performer this girl has become. I don't know many people who work as hard as she does to be great. Also, I think she's pretty cool human being as well. Congrats on the Owen, should have been me and you though. If you'd like to go ahead and follow more of this information, you can go ahead and follow Dax at DaxFTR on social media, where you can see a picture with he and Dr. Britt Baker celebrating her victory at the Owen. Ryan Clark is also writing this hour from E-Wrestling News. Shelly Martinez continues to elaborate on her past issues with Batista. During a recent appearance on the Wrestling Shoot Interview podcast, former WWE superstar Shelly Martinez, also known as Ariel, continued to elaborate on her behind-the-scenes issues with Batista back in 2007. Now, due to issues, she was eventually fired from the company by, at that time, head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis. Now, on what started her issues with Batista, she would go on to say, he was dating Melina at the time, and and I got to know him and felt he was my friend. I liked him a lot and we were just kinda having a relationship problems and because he didn't come out so good on the- Now, what started the issue with Batista? She would go on to say, He was dating Melina at the time, and I got to know him and felt he was my friend. I liked him a lot, and they were just kind of having relationship problems, and because he didn't, he'd come out so good in the relationship problems, with my friend of course, and I was there for her. She was venting to me, and one day after her show, I had opened the door, and he was listening in on us. I was like, Ugh. So that didn't help the situation either. That's- not a good thing. Now on what things were like with Batista after the incident she would go on to say and I quote, so I was real short with him after that because she's my home girl. Like oh gross and then he started getting like annoyed with me. Uh, You and Melina have the same mind. Like no dude you were not right with my friend. That's not cool. I'm going to have her back. So the next thing I knew, I got a call from Johnny Ace's office and there's Batista. And I'm thinking, what's going on now? Because to me, it was a big deal to him. I wasn't causing any trouble. I was just short with him and maybe not too nice to him anymore. So Johnny Ace is like, I can't have two talents not getting along. Blah, blah, blah. If you'd like to read more about what she had to say about her relationship with Dave Batista, backstage in WWE, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over at E! wrestling news. Ryan Clark also is writing in at this hour about Harry Smith, the former WWE superstar, has traveled the world since leaving World Wrestling Entertainment, and he has some exciting things that are happening. During a recent appearance on Straight Talk Wrestling podcast, former WWE superstar Harry Smith commented on his future plans, being interested in grappling in MMA and more. Now, on his interest in MMA, Harry would go on to say, but I would like to compete again in grappling and keep my training with my MMA because it's just making me better in the ring. I've got my eyes set on some NWA gold as well, and maybe do some mixed martial arts as well. Now, on the topic of waiting to wrestle in Japan again, Harry would go on to say, and I quote, I would like to go to Japan again and do some more things, but it's not my only focus. That's my goal. I'd like to be there. I've seen pro wrestling Noah and I've really seen some great stuff there. I heard that there's some other stars out there who do more of a shoot wrestling company called GLEAT over in Japan and Josh Barnett is going over there as well so I'm definitely interested in joining over there. Now his topics on a potential return to WWE he would say and I quote, if there's an opportunity to go back to WWE, if there's an actual direction for me and there's still definitely some mileage on me, yeah that'd be some great stuff and I definitely could see myself doing something like that. Harry Smith was released from WWE last November. If you'd like to find out more what's going on with Harry Smith, definitely follow E-Wrestling News on all social media platforms, and go ahead and follow Ryan Clark. WWE files for a new trademark, WWE Legends and Smack Talk. Ryan Clark is reporting at this hour, WWE reported earlier this month, there is an EWN that WWE filed a new trademark application for the upcoming WWE AE series. Now additionally, the company recently recently filed trademarks for WWE Legends and WWE Smack Talk. The new session on Biography, WWE Legends, WWE Rivals, WWE Smack Talk will debut on AE starting on July the 10th. Now the trademarks are as follows. They are for the purpose of wrestling, which is a form of entertainment and following more details. If you'd like to follow more about this, Ryan Clark has all the information right now trending over on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, Kurt Angle discusses his recovery from double knee replacement surgery. Ryan Clark is reporting during the latest episode of the Kurt Angle Show. WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle commented on his recovery from double knee replacement surgery and how it's been the most difficult thing he's actually physically ever gone through. Angle underwent double knee replacement several weeks ago and he's gone ahead and he's talked about it on his show. He would go on to say, a week later I'm not doing much better it's pretty brutal especially when you have both knees done at the same time I never went through anything quite this difficult I also have a bit of a back problem so I can't use my legs and I can't use my back I'm pretty much useless when I did the surgery they found out they found a screw that was left in my left knee just hanging out there in my knee socket that's pretty incredible it must have been from a prior surgery 10 years ago I think it was the ACL surgery I had well the screw popped loose and was just hanging out there in my knee socket angle also commented on what it's like in the rehab process. He said, I started rehab the very next day. They're all over you. They stay on you and they want you to work through it. The more you do without, the quicker you're going to heal. A lot more rehab that you'll have to do, but you're going to get out of the hospital. They send you to a rehab facility for three days and then there was one near my house, so I got to go the other four. There's five different sessions of rehab I had to go through. It's a long process, but hopefully it'll all work out and it should be very very positive for me. Now, Angle also talked about dealing with leg issues in injuries during his career. He would go on to say, well, they're trying to straighten my legs. That was a lot of problem with my knees. From all the injuries I had, they were bent. I was wearing knee braces, and that's how my arthritis on my knees got so bad I couldn't flex my quads fully. My quads were always on fire when I was walking, and there was a lot of pressure on my knees. That's the reason why I had to have knee surgery, because my legs won't straighten out entirely, and that's What's happening now? If you'd like to find out more about Kurt and his recovery from his most recent surgery, go ahead and check out the article that is trending right now over on E Wrestling News. Continuing with the news, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. MJF's scathing promo made one WWE Hall of Famer sick. WWE Hall of Famer Jake The Snake Roberts said that the scathing promo from last week's Dynamite by MJF made him sick. On the show, MJF spoke out against AEW and President Tony Khan, claiming the company president should treat him better. And maybe he would if he was a former WWE superstar. MJF begged Khan to fire him and officially let him out of his contract. Speaking on the DDP Snake Pit podcast, Roberts would go on to say, and I quote, for me, it made me sick. It really did. I would love to see what the locker room is like. Bomb that he dropped is going to have repercussions with people. I couldn't believe he no-showed a signing. It is a big thing with Tony. He loves these signings and he wants these guys out there. And for me, you don't miss stuff like that. These are your fans, your fan base these people paid to get in here and you just know showed Now, MJF last competed at AEW's Double or Nothing uh, when he lost to Wardlow. You can keep up with all the wrestling headlines and find out more what's going on with MJF and the continuing controversy between he and Tony Khan by following Thomas Lawson on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Dory Funk Jr. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour for eWrestling News. The International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, which is known as the IPWHOF, sent out the following press release today announcing that Dory Funk Jr. will be the guest of honor at the 2022 induction ceremony that will be taking place in Albany, New York later this year. Legendary wrestler and icon Dory Funk Jr. is named the guest of honor for our induction. It is our honor to announce that professional wrestling royalty and a true legend of the wrestling industry will be in attendance for this year's induction ceremony to accept his rightful place in the IPWHF. Dory Funk Jr. is this year's guest of honor for the class of 2022. The name Funk ranks among the most revered families in wrestling and is synonymous with some of the toughest men in the business. Alongside 2021 inductees, brother Terry Funk, Dory Funk Jr. wreaked havoc against opponents in and out of the ring. Dory is also one of the most widely respected trainers in pro wrestling and he has mentored people such as Kurt Angle, Edge, matt and jeff hardy as well we're excited and proud to bring dory to the hall of fame and he has his rightful place amongst the greats now tickets and partnership are still available for the induction weekend for more information you can go to www.prowrestlinghall.org for more information once again if you'd like to find out more about this big induction ryan clark has the article trending right now on E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's check out what the viewership was for last night's WWE Monday Night Raw. Now, many people know the Raw after a major pay-per-view always gets a pretty good bump, but did it happen last night? Andrew Ravens is writing at this hour, this week's WWE Raw episode drew 1.8 million viewers on the USA Network. Now, this is up from the 1.4 viewers that they had last week on Memorial Day weekend. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported the numbers and the 18-49 to demo was a .52 rating, which was up from last week's .42. Now the first hour did a 1.9 with a 0.51 in the demo, and with the second hour did a 1.9 with a 0.54 demo rating, which drew end up 1.7 million viewers overall with a 0.50 demo rating, which ultimately averaged out to 1.8. Now, the show ranked number two on cable last night. Now, that was the pre-show for Monday Night Raw's Hell in a Cell. Last week was the second lowest viewership for the show has ever done on the USA Network. If you'd like to follow more about what's going on, you can follow WrestleNomics, you can follow Andrew Ravens, but most importantly, continue following E-Wrestling News. Let's talk a little bit about Omos. Joshua Jones is writing in this hour from E-Wrestling News. Since appearing as a bouncer for Raw Underground, Omos has been making strides on the WWE Raw roster. He won tag team gold with AJ Styles and now he's in an on-screen relationship with MVP. MVP isn't the only experienced wrestler the giant has worked with. According to the wrestling observer Omos had trained with Robert Rude behind the scenes. This makes sense after he entered a program with Robert Rude and Dolph Ziggler. After Omos squashed Cedric Alexander, Rude and Ziggler hit the stage for an interview with Kevin Patrick. MVP and Omos weren't pleased and decided to confront the Dirty Dogs. Now Rude is a 23-year veteran and has worked for many independent companies and most notably in TNA. For more information on Omos, continue to follow Joshua Jones and follow eWrestling News. Continuing with the headlines, Kyrie Sane opens up about her decision to leave WWE. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour, Kyrie Sane left WWE in July of 2020 to return to Japan, where she became an ambassador for the company. But once her deal expired, she went back to stardom, where she wrestled for the first time since July of 2020 in March of 2022. Now, while speaking to Enact Next, she opened up about her decision to leave wwe and she would go on to say the following when i left japan in 2017 i promised my fans that i would go on a long journey in the first place my goal was to learn first class professional wrestling and i really did intend to live primarily in the united states but i thought about retiring from wrestling at that point this is a personal story i lost my best friend to illness i made a vow at her gravesite and promised to make everything better i was going to participate in wrestlemania i wanted to make it happen for sure thanks to that i was able to compete in three wrestlemanias i had a title match with Austin and the kabuki warriors and became champion in both nxt and wwe and received an award for nxt overall competitor of the year after i moved to the u.s my personal life was secondary to my professional life i was flying around competing four times a week without a break but then the pandemic hit and i suddenly had time to myself then i took time to do some introspection i thought where am I going to go from here? I had a sense of accomplishment. I had a fulfillment of my promise to my best friend, and then I had done everything I could in the three years with WWE. After several consultations with WWE, I ultimately decided to leave. If you'd like to go ahead and find out what else Kyrie Sane had to say, great article trending right now on eWrestling News by Andrew Ravens. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about The New Day. Andrew Ravens is also writing at this hour, The New Day is to host an award show, but what are the details? The New Day's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are heading to Las Vegas to host the 4th annual Hashtag Sports Awards on July the 12th. It will come just 10 days after WWE goes to the MGM Grand Garden Arena for Money in the Bank. The Hashtag Sports was founded in 2017 by Anthony Componti. You can find out all the information regarding the big show if you go ahead and follow the Hashtag Sports Awards. Continuing with the news, we have more information about WWE and Broken Skull Sessions. Now, Andrew Ravens is also writing it this hour. Future guests for Stone Cold Steve Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions. Jeff Jarrett was the latest guest on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions that aired last Friday. WWE may have the next in mind for whenever Austin records his next show. As PW Insider reports that there was some talk backstage on Monday Night Raw that The Miz will be a future guest on the show. Now it's unknown whether, when, the next episode will air on Peacock. If it is Miz, it will be on the 28th and he will be following such names as Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho and more. If you'd like to find out more about what's happening with the Broken Skull Sessions, go ahead over to eWrestling News and follow the great article that is trending right there. Joshua Jones is also writing in this, AEW Rampage will air regularly at its original time slot going forward. AEW Rampage will no longer change its time slot for the foreseeable future. Rampage was moved around in time slots on TNT for the last few months, thanks to April's NBA and NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. However, since the Colorado Avalanche defeated the Edmonton Oilers last night to win the Western Conference Finals, the shows won't have any reason for me to be moved from the original 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Friday night. With that being said, it might need to be changing again in the fall when Major League Baseball starts again, but we will keep you updated with all the latest. For all the latest on Rampage and AEW, Joshua Jones has all that information over on eWrestling News. That's going to do it for all the headlines today, June the 7th, 2022. If you're enjoying headlines, by all means, please go ahead and follow us on social media. You can follow me at Mike, M-I-K-E, Freeland, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. Once again, this is your one-stop-shop podcast where you can get all of your news over all of the wrestling promotions all over the world. With that being said, again, my name is Mike Freeland, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops.